Welcome to Mental Health Film Comment. This is Brian here with you. Terminator 2 or T2 is the science fiction classic. Well, I guess we could say classic, even though 1991, there are classic films from 1991. So we're going to go with a classic um, science fiction. A lot of commentary on the future and the present at the time of, of the film and joining us today to talk about many of the film many of the film's themes or not is john paler uh bipolar battle inc uh john thank you so much for being here today i appreciate it thanks for having me brian i really appreciate it i'm excited to chat with you today <laughs> likewise um now um i do want to mention a, a couple resources up, up front i know that there are a couple different crisis text lines available if you need to reach out to anyone today in the u.s you can text home h-o-m-e to seven four one seven four one in the uk you can text shout s-h-o-u-t to 85258, depending upon where you are in the world, um, check your local listings, as they say. Um, John, thank you so much for, for being here today. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I'm so happy to be here, Brian. Likewise. Now, um, I wanted to have you on specifically because I you you had a uh, posting on on your site about some not so nice things and, and honestly not so helpful things if we're going to be honest about it uh, that have been directed against you and when i when i read that as i mentioned to you when, when i reached out to you I, I just shaking my head you know I was shaking my head moment like this still goes on people giving people crap over their what recovery looks like for them Yep. And yeah. I don't, that's, I don't like that. <laughs> I, don't I don't either. Like I don't either, Brian, especially when you're at the brunt of it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. I, I am sorry you, you, you encountered that. Yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, I mean, I, I've been harassed online a lot for, you know, uh, from the movement of saying like, you know, everything against meds, you shouldn't be doing that, that sort of thing. So yeah, and, and one thing that I, I did want to mention also is if there's anyone out there who is giving John or anyone else grief about, you know, what recovery looks like for them, don't, don't do that. I mean, there's, I've had people on the, on the show previously who are very specific about benzos they're taking or different aspects of recovery, and they'll likely be, be more um, on the way in future episodes. Um, so for those who might be, inclined to attack someone for their recovery, don't do that. I mean, look for other resources to better channel your efforts into that. I mean, that's, that would be the way to go, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Brian, I'm, yes, I agree. <laughs> yeah, and, and so I, like I said, I, I did want to um, have, because it, it does go on, and unfortunately mm -hmm. it does go on. And I, I make a point of, of always asking when I have people on, on, on the show that, any criticisms they have, any objections they have to different aspects, different areas of mm -hmm. mental health, that it's that it's very general or, or, or that it's not specific to any, you know what I mean? Because that, that's yeah. a huge difference. If someone's talking no, they, about, it is. Yeah. You know, well, we have the, the, this 
setup or, or framework or whatever you want to call it of mental health and there's aspects of, of it that I don't like that's one thing and I and I'm very I'll be honest with you I'm very supportive of, of, of many of the criticisms directed against the the, the state of mental health in, mm-hmm. in our country and the world so I'm, I'm, I'm very um, partial to many of those criticisms, but when those yeah. criticisms <laughs> become personal attacks and criticisms, that's that's where I, I draw the line, and I think where yeah. everyone should draw the line. And for the like, and I just want to reemphasize this: anyone who is attacking anyone for their, their meds uh, or whatever recovery looks like for them, you're not helping anyone, and you're doing more harm than good. It's so true. To, They're just like, contributing to the stigma. You know, exactly. That's, exactly. Yeah. And not only that, but it also the next time someone's on the show talking about benzos or talking about, you know, a different area of mental health, then that person is immediately on the defensive about, yep. oh, by the way, because I, I still make a point of emphasizing that every time I have someone on the show. And it's got to a point where there's some who are really cool about it. They're like, no, I'm not direct news and there's some who will take offense at it and so mm-hmm. the ones who are giving you grief they're causing more harm than good they really are because yeah. there are valid voices legitimate voices that are kind of put on the defensive yeah that. I, yeah that's uh, what but, happened to me yeah you know so so anyone out there like i said um and your website's bipolar battle Cool. So definitely, look, look, um, and I did want to mention that up for, for those who might not know what, what we're referring to. Uh, but this, Thanks, Brian. <laughs> um, so I did want to mention that. But but if we could, you know, now that that's out of the way, because like I said, I wanted <laughs> to just uh, emphasize that up front. Um, let's, you know, rewind and just start from the beginning. What, what you'll hear us talking about bipolar today on the show. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is bipolar disorder? Because I know there's, you talk to different people and you get mm-hmm. different definitions. What, 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 what is bipolar disorder? Um, but, well, bipolar disorder, um, you know, I, it, when you were just talking about, you know, the extremes and people going back and forth and so forth, like, yeah, it's so polarized. With bipolar disorder, originally it was called manic depression, and then it switched to bipolar disorder. And there's four types. There's the main ones that you've heard of, I'm sure is type one and type two. I have type one and that's characterized by mania and uh, depression. Those are the poles and their moods. It's not based on feelings. I think a lot of people think, oh, if I'm happy or I'm sad, you know, my feelings change throughout that. That's the normal so-called range of emotions, you know, and, but that's different than a mood. And so with type one, it's episodic where you go up, you go up to, you can have full-blown mania and you can have depression. And then there's periods in between. Type two is uh, you don't experience uh, full-blown mania. It's hypomania. And it's like a lesser degree in terms of symptoms and severity of symptoms. Like for me, when I get manic, I can get delusional. I can hallucinate. I mean, it, it, I, I really can be out of my mind, but then like hypomania, you can still function. Most people generally speaking can still function to a degree. And it's more, you will see it with like increased energy, you know, increased libido, 
less need for sleep. So I think people, you know, they see that uh, a lot in the pop culture uh, with type two, but then you have the depression as well. And just like type one, it's episodic. And then there's cyclothymia, which is a lesser degree. And then you have not otherwise specified, which is the fourth one. So it's, I always look at it as a spectrum, like the bipolar spectrum in terms of symptom severity, because another thing too, is some people will say, oh, well, type two is easier than type one or you know, because it's more intense, type one is, but they're still just as difficult to treat. There's different treatments for type one to type two and so forth. So that's kind of it in a nutshell. <laughs> oh, cool. Now, um, and this might be a show where I'm asking stuff sort of out of order, either because the conversation just flows that way or because I forget or some combination thereof. Yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> and we had mentioned off, off mic uh, before recording, this is being recorded and, and everyone at home or wherever you are will be hearing this during, um, insert the air quotes here, Mental Health Awareness Month. And that is something that I am not as critical of that designation as, as, as I've seen other people are. So I, I'm still, you know, no objections to it. I just feel that often there's too much awareness and not enough action, if that makes sense. It totally does. Um, no, I, For yeah. example, um, I'll probably have the TV on, um, you know, sometime today watching, you know, a game or, whatever's on TV, and undoubtedly there will be TV commercials for lawyers, for, undoubtedly for lawyers. There's always a commercial for, you know, accident injury attorneys or whatever. There's never any commercial for anything mental health related. It's true. You know? It's so true. You see yeah. commercials for like, for like, you know, beer commercials, you, see, you know, see, see lawyer commercials, but you never see anything, those, those damn progressive commercials, you know, with, mm -hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah. but you never see any commercials <laughs> for like counselors or mm -hmm. you just, you just don't, I mean, you see, you know, regular hospitals, mm -hmm. um, but it, it's it, so it's very um, a lot. And then this whole thing about reaching out for help. Um, yeah. I do most of this podcast um, recording on the weekend. The mm -hmm. weekend is when a lot of help is not available. Mm -hmm. When Friday five o'clock rolls around, I'm pretty much screwed as far as getting any help because there's a lot of help that won't be available again until mm -hmm. Monday morning, seven o'clock or eight, whatever office time is. On. So there's stuff like that, that whenever I hear mental health awareness month, I always go, well, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are we aware about on, on a Saturday morning mm -hmm. or Sunday morning? Yeah. And so it, it just seems like there's weight. It seems like the, the pendulum is all over on, awareness and there's like nothing over on the action side of it yeah no i agree with that part because brian with like with mental health awareness i think you know i the concept of all these different like months and <clears throat> excuse me 
of days and so forth of different, you know, illnesses. I think it's the whole idea is good in theory because it, you know, people are like, okay, I want to raise, raise awareness for this specific thing. But like you said, with mental health, it's a different arena nowadays too. It's not just awareness. We need, there needs to be action. And that I think needs to start coming into play. Like you said, in some degree, not just like, okay, let's just have a, you know, mental health week or mental health month. It's like that I, everybody has mental health, you know, everybody has a good, bad, somewhere in between. And that's different than mental illness. But if we're having a mental health month, you know, that's, I mean, we all have that. And it's like you said, it's not just specific to everybody has it. So to just have it in one little specific time frame, it's like you said, there, if we're going to have like a time frame, there needs to be, it should be focused, I think, more on action as well, not just awareness, because most illnesses, a, a small population or a certain number of people will have them. And it's to raise awareness about that specific, you know, illness or disorder or whatnot. But like I said, we all have mental health. It's, you know, we, it's either good, bad, or somewhere in between. And that's why I think it's a different, it's a, you know, it's like, it's a completely different ball game. So I agree with you. Oh, Deli, and, and thank you so much for mentioning th that distinction because there is a, there is a difference between mental health and mental illness, and we, mm -hmm. like I said, we we all have mental health, but but we all do not have um, mental illnesses. And right, another objection, I don't know if it would be an objection or reservation, is that it often tends to be often bipolar or. You know, that tends to be like the majority of it, but then something like schizophrenia, which, and I'm continuing my efforts to have schizophrenia represented on, on the show. So in, in due time, I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, just even listening, if you know, um, but yeah, I will um, just run a blank. What am I trying to say? Yeah, it, it seems like um, a lot of the different areas of illnesses, they're not given like, a lot of parody, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that often feels because I know there's there are it often feels like um, those who might have dis dissociative uh, disorder, for example, might often feel like they're not being heard, or, or you know what I mean. It seems like yeah, there, yeah. There's there should be room at the table for everyone, and often there are um, different demographic populations that feel that they are not represented at the table, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And, but the, see, the thing is, Brian is like, like you said, you know, like we just, you know, just talked about, it's, it's not just, you know, I think people, they have a hard, hard time distinguishing between mental health and mental illness. They kind of interchange the, the wording, but they're completely different. And so to, when we're talking about mental health, we're talking about everybody, you, me, people that have mental illness, people who don't. So it's, it's different than like, you know, each year there's a world bipolar day, you know, there's specific days, you know, for that, the, the disorder or the illness or whatnot, but for the month, I just think, like you said, there needs to be more action for people in general, the general population to, 
not just hear about, I, I think they just think it's about illness and so forth. And I don't think they quite understand, like, I think the mental health is, um, I don't know, I'm, I feel like I'm talking in circles now, sorry. No, it's all good, all good. Um, mm -hmm. One thing I, I did want to ask you is, do you feel that, and again, this is, I don't know if it's a hot button issue or, or might, might probably is a hot button issue, but do you feel that there is over-diagnosing of bipolar that goes on? Oh, or do, do you yeah. think that it's not in, not enough they're diagnosed or, or too mm -hmm. Like, where do you stand on that? Do, do you feel that? You know, it, you know originally, Brian, um, I... I've written articles about this very thing. And when I first was diagnosed, I felt like it was underdiagnosed. That's what, you know, I kind of felt like, man, it just, it doesn't seem like they, they're, it's being um, diagnosed right. And I think that's mainly what it is now. It's not like over under. I think the, after my years of you know, being in the advocacy world and so forth, it seems to be more, there's misdiagnoses, you know, it's mis misdiagnosed quite a bit. Like I've had people I've spoken with that have said, hey, you know, I've been told I had a depression, you know, for 15 years, but now they just found out uh, you know, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder and vice versa. Like, oh, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but actually I have schizophrenia or something like that. And so I think that's the biggest thing now. It's the misdiagnosis. It's not like it's under or over diagnosed because originally that's what I, I, that's what I felt like when I was first kind of coming into this, like, oh man, it's like, it's under diagnosed. Like people aren't, you know, they're not diagnosing, but then I, as like, just talking to you, it's like, oh, but they're not diagnosing it correctly yeah, yeah. because, <laughs> you know, cause you have to, these medical providers have to, um, you know, it's not just a sit down for 15 minutes, ask you the 10 question and boom, you're on your way. You have it or not, you know, um, it, it's more in depth than that. You have to take the whole person's life. Otherwise, you can't just take a little snippet and be like, oh, because of this, they have depression. Maybe they're having a depressive episode, but you have to figure out, oh, but maybe they had mania at one point. So, or vice versa. So it's not just, that's the whole thing with the mental health or mental, you know, the um, psych, uh, psychiatry and so forth is that, there's just, it's so overburdened right now. And especially after the pandemic the past year, I mean, people's mental health is just going down the tube. So more people need the resources, but we're not, we don't, you know, it's, it's already been overburdened. So now it's being more overburdened and we're not receiving the extra resources to help out with the issues. Definitely. Um, now, now that raises an interesting point that I wanted to ask you about is, where do you stand on the whole diagnosing in general and, and um, you know, identifying something as bipolar as opposed to something else? Because we tend to live in a society right now where 
like I said, with, with, with the Mets thing, there's some seems to be like like a divergence of views mm-hmm. where yeah, there's some who will say yes, I have bipolar, or I'm bipolar, and there's some who will say don't call me that. I you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, where do where do you stand on that? I mean, is it something where well, where there's room for for both perspectives? Like if someone has symptoms of bipolar, but they choose not to go down the diagnostic route. Um, mm-hmm. with, with, you know what I mean? Where, where, yeah. Where no, I, I totally, under, I hear what you're asking. Yeah. Cause we'll see, let me tell you my experience so I can relate it more. Um, for me, when I was younger, I knew something was wrong with me. I knew I was completely different. Everybody told me, oh, well, it's just, you're a teenager. You'll grow out of it. And it got more intense. And so for me, <clears throat> excuse me, the getting diagnosed as bipolar, you know, having it was one of the best things for me personally, because then I was able to find the treatment. There's a specific way to treat it. You know, they have scientific, you know, um, data that shows, Hey, if you have this and you're treated, you know, it'll, you'll get better. You'll be able to manage it. And for my, from my own personal experience, that was so helpful because boom, I I was like, man, I have this thing. Other people have this thing. And it, for me, it impeded my life completely. I had a very severe form of it where I couldn't finish up my chemical engineering degree. Like, you know, I didn't even know at one point if I was going to be able to live independently, like by myself, you know, I thought I was going to have to be in some state hospital or, you know, something like that. So for me personally, the die being diagnosed um, I, I, I hear what you're asking because I've had a lot of people talk to me too about that. And for, Oh, um, we're, we're losing audio right now. Um, this is the, uh, joy of, uh, podcasting is, um, the, the audio, um, just went dead. So right now, you are hearing me talk to myself. Oh, here we go. And now, <laughs> now you're back. I was just I was uh-huh. just talking to myself, and uh, uh-huh. so now you're, you're back on. So the, the 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 joys of life for us, but not life for you yeah. listening. And there's no, so that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so true. I don't even know where you heard me till. So yeah, I don't. Uh-huh. You're asking. Oh yeah, you're asking me about being diagnosed. So that's it, so. You know, for some people, it might not be as severe. So, you know, they might not need to have the extra support and help that somebody with more severe symptoms. But at the same time, though, Brian, I'm not trying to say like, oh, compare, like my hardship is worse than yours and so forth. But in terms of how we cope and what we're able to handle and what resources we have available to help us get through it. Like for me, I needed all a lot of extra support and help from the outside to get to where I am, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and the reason I mentioned that is I don't understand why there is apparently in our society, there tends to be a, like a, um, like having to choose, you know, sides almost like, yeah. Okay. Well you, you can choose to support, those who go down the diagnostic route and, and, and all that comes with that, or you can, and it's like, no, I don't want to have to, to, to choose because there's someone who yeah. decides, no, I'm not going to go down the diagnostic route. I'm going to, you know, work it, you know, this way or whatnot. 
that mm-hmm. approach is just as valid. Um, you know what I mean? So it's not a situation yeah. where I'm playing favorites or anything like that, but it's like, yeah, I just have a hard time where there's almost like an, like a, um, expectation that people have to like, mm-hmm. you know, plant their flag down somewhere rather than just being supportive of, of someone period. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree with that part. I mean, it's a, like I was saying, I just think it, it boils down to the person and what, they're able to like what they're experiencing, what they're going through, because um, like for me, uh, it was very important to figure out what was going on so I could get the support and the help that I needed. But I know some people, you know, it's not as important for me. I, I accepted it like, Hey, there is something going on. Right. Now this movie Terminator two, um if i could ask did you see this in theaters when it came out or did you see it on video i did yeah it's so funny that you asked that brian because i i saw it in theater and then my dad my parents said they were separated at the time and my dad took me to the drive-in theater one friday night and we watched it it was like robin hood after it you know robin hood with kevin costner i think it was yeah that might have been it and so I watched it there and I loved it. So, <laughs> cause you know, Linda Hamilton, she has bipolar disorder. Definitely. You see, so th- bingo. So those yeah. listening, there would be some tie in. So, so there you go. Connection. <laughs> exactly. And then plus it also has an element of creativity that, that you're watching, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's, whether it's the, at the time revolutionary, not so revolutionary now special effects, you know, mm-hmm. with the liquid metal or, you know, stuff like that. It's a movie that, that, that forces you to think creatively because it does. If, if you're not thinking creatively, the movie makes no sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's true. It's, uh... it's true. You have, well, you know what, Brian, the thing that's so cool about that is that it was not only is it my favorite movie, like I, I've always loved it, but like you said, the special effects, that was like, it was groundbreaking for the whole industry, the movie cinematic industry, because they use the technology from that to kind of build from there. So it's, it was like a, it was a creative breakthrough, groundbreaking, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I think the, the one that pre, predated it was, I think, The, the Abyss. I don't think yeah, that was the first movie. one that he used yeah. the water thing with. Yeah. yeah, and nobody remembers the Abyss anymore, but everybody remembers. I do. <laughs> yeah, the Abyss is a great movie. I love like the Abyss that. too. Yeah. That was an awesome uh, movie. Yeah, that, that's that where he on, first utilized it. Yeah, correct. <laughs> that may be on a future episode. So, who knows? <laughs> um, but no. yeah, this is. Um, but where do you? Um, I know the, the the president issued a proclamation for mental health um, over this month, and I know that it's been on the radar uh, a little more. Where where's what would your state of the state or state of the union be <laughs> as, as far as mental health in, in in 2021? Where do you see the you know the trends or you know direction? Uh, oh the okay well first of all um just so you know like for me i i strongly dislike politics it's so triggering to me so i I actually yeah i meant that just in in context not not to bring politics oh okay but oh no no that's fine no and that's probably 
poor choice of words on my on my oh. part, but but just in terms no. of um, like if like a crystal ball or whatever, just to kind of read the tea leaves, so to speak. Oh, as okay. Your 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 snapshot view of things would be in, in 2021. With well, in terms of the whole mental health arena, um, for me, from what I've experienced and what I've been seeing, just you know, online with. Uh, you know, with all my advocacy efforts and so forth is there's it like there's, I think there's going to be a, a mental health pandemic coming along. Like it's, it's like imminent here because so many people have been impacted by COVID and, you know, for somebody who doesn't understand, who hasn't experienced much adversity, it's difficult. So I think, uh, whatever positive thing, I just don't think it's like going in a positive direction. We just need more resources right now. So I think that, <clears throat> excuse me, I think we need to, um, you know, we just need more support and help because we're at a time where the general, um, you know, population needs the support. Like we were just talking about, everybody has mental health and everybody's being impacted by this and a lot of people don't know how to cope and so i think that's a big thing right now we need the resources people need to under, that's you know that we need the tools and resources so yeah now you said a, a key word uh coping and i don't know if you're the same way but for me and obviously this goes without saying but for me movies have always been a very go-to um coping uh for me yeah are you mm -hmm. the same way as far as movies go or do you are yeah you, sort of, you know I'm, as far as that goes no i in terms of managing brian i love movies like i've i love movies i i love tv shows too um you know uh we don't have live tv here at my place but we have like hulu and netflix and so you know we have all the older um you know episodes of different um yeah. you know different shows and so forth and then of course movies i have a huge like i i'm the one you know nowadays it's like i have a digital account but i have probably hundreds of dvds yeah. and blu-rays because i love i mean for me, it's a good, like you said, it's a good coping it is. Uh, tool for me. Yeah. Can I ask you something about that? Um, where do you stand on horror movies, as it, you know, horror? generally, or as it relates to mental health? Um, are do do you? Because there's a prevailing sentiment, and obviously, I'm not. I'm, mm -hmm. I don't agree with this sentiment, but there's a prevailing sentiment that mm -hmm. that horror movies, in particular, separate from any mm -hmm. other genre, that horror movies are the worst for mental health because mm -hmm. according to this view which again i don't i don't agree with that mm -hmm. horror movies tend to be the the movies that promulgate the worst stereotypes about mental illness which mm -hmm. at a at a prior point in time in the 1980s or 1990s that may have been true but yeah. in 2021 i don't think that's necessarily true anymore um, do, 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 so where where do you stand on that as far as like horror movies and, and mental health? Well, I mean, for me, like, um, are you, do you mean like more in terms of like how it impacts us or it's, what it portrays? Well, more of what it portrays, because that's one of the criticisms that I've seen is that the horror movies mm -hmm. 
tend to be, according to these criticisms, tend to mm-hmm. be into the, you know, the, the escaped inmate uh, oh. stereotype and stuff like that, that kind of mm-hmm. promulgates all the worst stereotypes about mental illness. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, it's like you said, the whole thing with labels, I mean, that's, I don't think it's, it's good to be like, okay, well, all horror movies are portray it in a bad light because like for me when i watch a horror movie or suspenseful or thriller or whatnot i do it because i enjoy it for the entertainment to like to kind of um you know get away from things and so i like for me um i mean you can look at a specific movie but to say like a whole genre of something is one specific way like i don't i don't okay thank you Thank you. I don't think, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I feel I feel so vindicated. <laughs> yeah. Um, so cool. now I can right say on. I spoke with Don um, <laughs> Don Paylor today, and he um, vindicated me as far as yeah, my that's so totally go for with. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. I'm so happy to do that. Yeah. Because obviously, if you're talking about horror movies from like the 80s or 90s, obviously many of them were not the most you know well written or you know. Whatever. Yeah, and but mm-hmm. for for 2021 and, and 2022, you simply don't have that many horror movies that are, you know, so disparaging and negative towards towards mental health. You just don't see it yeah. as, as you did, you know, in, in prior era. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I and, agree. I totally agree. <laughs> and we got way off track on that. So. Yeah, what do I don't even? Yeah, we did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so as we went down, um, I do want to mention a, f- a few more resources for everyone out there. Um, I know that there is Mental Health America it has um, a lot of resources, uh, mhanational.org. There's also NAMI, National Alliance on Mental Illness, nami.org. There's also uh, Madden America, as people have mentioned, maddenamerica.com. And John, your your site also is a valuable mm-hmm. resource. People can... Yeah, I, it's um, the bipolarbattle.org. It's uh, like I was telling you before, uh, pre-recording, like I have 175 articles about bipolar disorder, lifestyle. It's, it's not just all about bipolar disorders, anything you know, with finances, exercise, fitness, um, family, like all that. And then I also have a resources page and I also have a master class I just launched in the past few weeks that is specific to bipolar disorder. But especially now it's, it's very pertinent to everybody. And, you know, one thing I just wanted to say real quick, Brian, was, you know, in terms of managing and so forth, um, you know, with the coming this year in 2021 or just in general, it's important. Like I, my whole premise of advocacy is empowering people. Like you were talking about the mental health month, ad, like action, taking action. And when people need the support, like seek it out, like look for it. If you need help, you know, I, one of the things I've learned is people aren't going to come to you you know, unless something dramatic or happens, but seek out those resources like you just mentioned at the beginning of the episode and right now too. And if you, and then my website too, I have all that stuff. So yeah, the, the, the bipolar battle.org. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of good resources on there, by the way, yeah. um, oh, including <laughs> the, um, the, the story about the not so 
nice things that people were were, were saying. Um, so, yeah, about um, taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, so, so lots lots of good info. And um, so, thank you so much for, for being here today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Brian, for having me. And, I really appreciate it. <laughs> and um, and thank you, those of you at home or at work, wherever you may be. Um, stay safe, everyone, and uh, talk to you next time. Uh, bye.